Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell is everybody doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. I'm fresh off uh, three days in the Turks and Caicos, went down for a little shoot, and now she's back. She's back. Got a little crispy. Yo, my acid reflux is on fire. Oh, God. That was it. I, I was on vacation. Couldn't even have white wine because I was, you know, you had to prop me up in, in a chair weakened at Bernie style because I couldn't lay down. I couldn't even lay down in a lounge chair. I had to be up at a 90 degree angle with this acid reflux. I'm getting old. Vacation is not what it used to be. And I don't even have kids. Something I've observed, um, I, this is a big absolutely not for me. One, I've said this before. I don't understand people who don't like massages. I really don't. If I pulled up to a Jiffy Lube tomorrow and they wanted to change my oil and the guy who had oil all over his hands and probably, you know, a fairly creepy look in his face was like, hey, you want me to rub your shoulders while you wait on your oil change? I'd let him. That's how much I love being rubbed down. I got up for a beautiful massage, treat yourself style. Um, it went at 9 a.m. I was like, I'll get the first one of the day, you know, and that way I can be right by the beach, boy. And the pool was already packed with people who did not have children. I, I don't understand that. You're telling me you got up and went straight to the pool at nine? There's plenty of seats. It's not like, you know, this isn't some huge resort where you got to worry about the seat, towel, ass, on-seat ratio. I, I didn't get it. I, so I, I'm literally walking to this massage going, none of these people have kids. Now, if you have kids and you're at the pool at 9 a.m., mad respect. You know, you're getting to your water activities early because those kids need a, need a nap by 11, you know? Didn't get it though. I said, this is, how is this vacation for y'all? Oh God. Anyways, back in Atlanta, back in the thick of things, a lot of stressful stuff going down in a good way. Just busy. We're getting busy and I'm here for it. Anywho, what else is going on? Oh, big announcement. If you're hearing this today, big friggin' announcement. I am so damn excited because this podcast comes out on Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. I'm going back out on the road. I am going back on the friggin' road. I am so damn excited to announce and get back out. All right, here's the deal. You want to get the tickets? You're going to go to heatherontour.com. I am friggin' pumped. Now, if for any reason you see your city is not on there, just know, and, and like it was on the, the last go around, just know that we are working on those new dates. So they just haven't been announced yet. This is the first announcement. We will be 
touring through 2022 at the top of the year. So just hang tight. Some of the theaters, again, we're still trying to get in. Basically, every other performer, comedian, whether it's a puppetry act, a band, you know, a mime, we're all fighting for the same space. So if you don't see your city that was on the original tour on there right now, just know it doesn't mean I'm not coming to entertain you in your city. We are just waiting for the theater to give us the green light. But I'm freaking pumped. I cannot wait to be on the damn road. We started off August 19th. I'm going to be in San Antonio, Texas. We're doing Austin, Las Vegas, Roanoke, Norfolk, Denver, Indianapolis, Detroit, Philly, Charlotte, Columbus. I'm coming back to Columbus. Doing Cleveland, Durham, Richmond, Cincinnati, Minneapolis, New York, New York, Boston, Pensacola, Charleston, Montgomery, Nashville, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C. We're hitting it. We're, we're crushing it. And we'll be adding on Chicago, Dallas, and all the California cities as they roll in. So I cannot wait to be on the road. I've been itching. It feels like the world's coming alive. Thank you for all your sweet words about my little operation last week. I was very high when I recorded last week's podcast. So thanks for being with me. I'll let you know, know an update when I know an update. Haven't gotten any news yet, but um, you know, it takes a while. Might keep this one close to my chest. I don't know. No, I won't. I'll just tell you. But yeah, life is good. I'm excited. My sisters spent the night last night and I just figured I'd bring her on. You guys love when the Georgia Law lady's here, so I'm gonna bring her into the studio. But remember, go to heatherontour.com to get your tickets to the show. It's gonna be freaking amazing. I mean, I'm coming out with booby tassels, sequin pants. I'm ready to go, doggy. I'm just a bag of wigs and dildos. And if that gives, if you've never been to a Heather McMahon show, I need you to know wigs and dildos is pretty much all you need to know to kind of wrap your head around what a Heather McMahon show is. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, my wonderful sister who's coming to the studio now, the one and only, the Georgia Law Lady, my sister, Ashley McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are we doing? Thrilled to be here. It's a beautiful summer day in ATL, Georgia. Hotlanta. I get pissed when people say, don't call it Hotlanta. I'm from here. It's fucking hot. It's Hotlanta. Go with it. Um, anyway, speaking of Atlanta, y'all have requested or always do. You know, I'm always down to bring on very special guests. And I'm sure you're thinking, oh, Heather, you're going to bring in some like, you know, cool celebrity. I'm not. Um, it's the cool. Hey. It's the cool celebrity. I don't need celebrities on this podcast. I need real people. People who really, you know, tell me, you have mustard on your shirt. You have food in your teeth. You're being a crazy cunt. And that's why I have the greatest person in my life, my sister, the Georgia Law Lady, here per your request. It's a pleasure to be here, as always, Heather. Um, that introduction made me feel a little lower on the totem pole. But, you know, you I'm, know I'm willing to accept it. Here's the deal. I keep teasing that I'm going to have, like, these major celebs on. But everybody now is busy and no one has time for me. And I've just been very truly humbled. People are like, yeah, I can squeeze you in in, like, three months. But I do everybody else's fucking podcast. So um, I'm just very bitter about it. So I've decided I'm just going to constantly tease that I'm bringing people on and then it's just members of my family and everybody else can fuck off. I am so glad I brought you a coffee this morning because you've got that caffeinated energy and I think you woke up and chose violence today. Can I be honest with you? I, Ashley, you slept here last night. We were watching the Westminster Dog Show. Oh, great. Fabulous. Love it. I'm already fucking bitter that the Frenchie didn't win. He was in top, what was it, top eight? Uh, he won best in non-sporting breeds. So he did win. And then he got to the final. And then he got to the winner's circle. Which I think is seven or eight dogs. Yeah. And then what do you know? The fucking 
Pekingese one. I don't know if you've ever met a Pekingese. Is it cute? For sure. Is the long hair jarring? Absolutely. Have you ever had one nip at your Achilles and look you dead in the eyes? I have. They look at you like they know something, like they know the secret that you've been hiding from everyone else in your life. And they're going to tell like at your funeral. Like the Pekingese is going to give a eulogy and they are going to air all of your dirty laundry. They're like, remember from 2005 to 2011 when Ashley just didn't pay her taxes? Yeah. (laughs) You need to have a Pekingese sign a non-disclosure agreement. Absolutely. (laughs) Pekingese and Shih Tzus are the two types of dogs that you absolutely, I don't give a fuck if they're a rescue. You do not let them in your home without an NDA (laughs) and some sort of other legal, like you need to know, you need to tell your family ahead of time, hey, the will and all the loose cash is in a safe. Don't tell the Pekingese the code. Right. You know? Right. Because that Pekingese will end up having, you know, some sort of, it'll show up with a Corvette one day. Yep. You'll be like, hey, Wasabi, where did you get this Corvette? And Wasabi will just look at you and go, I don't go, know. Tink, tink. <laughs> Put that under your mic. There you go. Yeah. Just so it's closer. We got new mics and you got to really crank your neck down to talk and do them. Yeah. That's a Pekingese, you know, and a Shih Tzu. Don't get me started. I've talked about Shih Tzus for a long time on this podcast. And people are like, Heather, why do you have beef with Shih Tzus? I've had a couple do me dirty dog wrong. Yeah, you've been attacked by a couple of shih tzus mm-hmm. that basically looked you dead in the eyes mm-hmm. and then came at you from across the room. They did. And, and intended to do you harm. Now, my dear friend Jackie Schimmel has a shih tzu, but I think he's mixed with something. And he was lovely. But I, I, I chalk it up to like the other multi-poo in him. You know right, what I mean? Right, But he did open one eye and it kind of twitched a little. And I was like, that's a shih tzu coming yeah, out. <laughs> Since is my fear. So anywho, I brought you on today because we are living in the same house just over the weekend. You were helping me out while I was down in the Turks and Caicos, hanging out with mom. And I don't know what kind of shit storm I walked into upon my arrival the other day. How was mom this weekend? Because I think we need to have an intervention. Um, Mother needs a vacation. And she you does. know it's bad if I'm calling her mother. Yes. Okay. You know, things are not going well if I have to refer to Robin as mother. And I've had to say that to her every morning. She wakes up now full on screaming. Just screaming. Just screaming. We don't know about what. No, uh, it's always about the cat that slept on her head. <laughs> this cat has been sleeping on top of her head every single night for the last how many years? 25 years. Well, recently <laughs> that has caused her to wake up screaming, which is super fun for me, you know, staying in the guest bedroom yeah. and waking up with Bronson, you know, freaking out, being like, why is Robin having a full on meltdown? It's just the energy. And I've tried to explain this to her. Having this anxious energy, this everything is a absolute emergency. I cannot wake up and then start my day and be able to do my job well. You can't go to your office and do your job well. We're the type of people that look, okay. uh, We're affected by energy. Yes. And more power to morning people. Okay. Yeah. I guess you guys got it figured out. But it doesn't mean that I'm lazy if I'm working at 8 p.m. rather than at 8 a.m. Thank you. I don't uh, rise so, and grind. Yeah, we need to wake up and then ease into our day. Yes. Like a like a nice, you know, glass of OJ, a little bit of coffee, you know, get some granola, maybe some Greek yogurt. Mm. I don't know. Whatever whatever your jam is in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I need to like listen to a little podcast, yeah, you know, my something own. something soothing. Yeah. Something where someone talks like this and tells you everything's going to be okay. You look so thin today. Right. Yeah. We need morning affirmations. Absolutely. That is not what you get in this house. You get morning angst and undiagnosed anxiety problems with a baby boomer who refuses to go to therapy or take any medication for anxiety. I can't beat this one home enough, okay? 
You know it. I love it. Modern fertility. Ladies, get your eggs checked. What's modern fertility? Well, it's a really cool resource that can help you check your fertility at home. It's that easy for a fraction of the cost of what it would cost to to get this certain blood work done at your doctor's office. Here's the deal. Modern fertility was created so it could be an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple and single finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility gets you the same info at $159. That's a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Y'all do this, run, do not walk. I found Modern Fertility because I saw an Instagram ad and I used it and I was like, shit, this is insane. And then I went to my doctor and they're like, good thing you came in. So I'm so glad that I have been on this journey with them because honestly, it's a great freaking product. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. And here's the thing. I've talked to my other friends who are of either, you know, who live close to their parents or whatever. And I think it's the boomer generation right now. Oh, yeah. They're unsettled. They don't know what's going on. And, you know, Robin, I need to send her to Florida. I was literally Googling like the Ritz-Carlton Naples. I'm like booked. I just got to send her away. Because it started, I, I can't even be in the house without her screaming about something. And it's not, she's not mad at us. It's just anything. She's like, the cat, the cat's on the if you're like, the cat's not on the roof. The cat's sitting on the couch next to me, just minding her own business, purring. What? What's the freak out? No, Robin needs to go on vacation with her girls. Yeah. And she needs to drink a bunch of wine. Yeah. She needs to put her butt on a beach. Mm-hmm. And she needs to just relax. Chill now, the fuck out. I, I don't think she has a relaxed bone in her body. I think she is all tense, all anxiety, all the time, 24-7, does not have an off switch. I told her the second day that I was here, mm-hmm. that morning, I go, Robin, you're either at a 10 or you're at a one. And yeah. the only time you're at a one is when you're asleep. <laughs> so I can't handle level 10 energy all day. Yeah. Somebody left the screen door open. One of the dogs came in. We had one fly in the house. Okay. Oh, yeah. House is immaculate. You would have thought an actual barracuda was in the kitchen. <laughs> it was like, chill out, mom. We'll get it. It's fine. Right. Why is this barracuda landlocked and why is yeah. it on our Back yeah, she's just screaming. I'm. I don't know what to do, and I'm. I and I love her, and I love living here. But there are moments where I. I've recently. I'm like, if if I don't, if we don't have a away time, mm-hmm. I couldn't even go to the Turks for three days without her just screaming on the phone. Oh, oh, I, I didn't even know what she was. What she was upset about. I went to Key West with my girlfriends for a little mini vacay. Yeah, literally gone for three days. Yeah, and got about. Actually, you know what happened. As soon as I landed in Key West, which Key West, by the way, a shout out, shout out to that island. Yeah. Awesome. Florida does not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just living life. Yeah. And as soon as I landed, Robin called me and she said, hey, Ashley, I just want to let you know, you know, you're on vacation. You're with the girls. Enjoy it. You don't have to answer any phone calls. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, that's not really how it works. I do have to answer <laughs> phone calls. Uh, also, you're the first person who's called me. So, right. uh, you know, I hope it's not your phone calls. Right. Two days later, emergency text from mom. I think someone has been in a car accident or someone has died. Always. Call me immediately. So I'm freaking out. Call her. She's just screaming about the cat. 
And I'm like, it, it's 72 hours. I've been gone 72 hours, you know? Also, this cat is an angel. It's like Robin it's has- It's the run best out, cat. Robin has run out of things to talk about. And that's why I know she has to get out of the house. We've been engulfed in this HOA drama, which legally, as my attorney, actually, what are we allowed to say right now about the HOA drama? We can say, legally speaking, <laughs> it's, it's, on, hit the fan. it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. That this is where we're at. We'll announce things as we can. We may need the, I don't know, support of the community. Yes, AKA, we might. We might need y'all to show up at a hearing because it's about to go down in court. But I know that's gotten her frazzled too. Oh yeah, she's very frazzled when it comes to, well also, you know, it, when you're in a dispute with the HOA, it's it's a dispute like with your neighbors, right? So, But see, Robin's like me in the sense where we really are, we do play by the rules. And I've now had to realize, obviously being in the entertainment business that everybody's a fucking horrible person. And so I have to play the game. And now I have a backbone for myself. But Robin is just letting these people walk all over and you're like, no, the fuck, we're not gonna, no, no. Right. We'd apologize. You didn't do anything fucking wrong. Right. As the family legal counsel, yes. I have to tell mom, <laughs> do not fold like a lawn chair. Okay. Yeah. You know, we got to have a little bit of a backbone here. And if your neighbors are grown adults that have, you know, their panties in a wad mm -hmm. about something, mm -hmm. we'll deal with it. Let me make the phone calls, you know? Yes. Let me handle this. Also, you've been in this neighborhood longer than everybody. Yeah. And our dead father used to run this shit. This is your hood, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Protect your property. Yeah. Fuck them. Unbelievable. It's like, and I think what is so wild for you and I is, you know, you live in town and, and we're just having these aha moments that these older women, mom's generation, have nothing fucking to do. Now, meanwhile, mom has an entire art empire that is about to launch, I think she secretly has a little anxiety about it. She definitely does because I keep trying to get her to sign off on things to actually get, it's not, it's the planning yeah. is fine. Yeah. The execution yeah. is, is where we, the buck stops. And just a side note, we're not just talking shit about Robin. She's literally in the other room, can hear everything we're saying. Right. I've asked her to come on this podcast a hundred times, but what she'll do is she'll be on her way out to Target and she's like, Heather, you want me on the podcast today? I know your fans want to hear from me. And then I'll be like, yeah, can you come down? We're recording. She goes, no, I got to go to Target and just peels out of the driveway in her Mercedes. Yes. She has to go to Target every single day for God only knows what. We have everything we need in this in the house. house. I'm pretty sure we could survive here for three straight years if we couldn't leave the house for some reason. But Robin's got to get out. Mm -hmm. She's got to bebop around. She's itching. She's itching so bad, we need to get her some Benadryl. Yeah, she okay? has calamine friggin' lotion. Yes. Speaking of which, I got attacked by mosquitoes this week and I was down in the Turks. Had a beautiful dinner in this like jungle restaurant and I'm such an idiot. I've got that blood type. So do you. We just get eaten a lot. Yes, yes. Doesn't matter how much bug spray I put on. Does not matter. But I ordered this little thing. It's called a bug venom zapper on Amazon. It comes a day. Apparently everybody said it works. It was like a shark tank thing and you just put the thing on the bite. It just somehow sucks the venom out. Uh-huh. The, the itchy thing. Yeah, that sounds, um, that sounds very <laughs> like suspect. I'm yes, I'm, I'm very concerned about this. Oh, anyways, what's going on with your life? Um, I'm here. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been uh, dealing with mom. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean to say dealing with mom, hanging out with mom, which is a full-time job. Right. You know, trying to keep my dog happy and trying to keep Rigatoni from destroying mother's kitchen by sitting there and staring at her. Apparently that is an affront to, to Jesus. Here's the other thing. We're hiring a little bit of help because I was like, listen, this is a large space. I'm working full time. Mom's 73. You know, like, why can't I hire somebody young who could come and help us do some housekeeping? Yeah. Great. So, and mom's, when, mom's done put in yeah. her time, you know? Win-win win for everybody. She's done laundry for two kids for, you know, ever. And 
she needs to she needs to be relaxing. But she cannot relinquish the power of the thought that she she keeps saying, Heather, then I'm gonna have to clean the day before. I'm like, mom, we have our regular housekeepers that come once a month and do a full deep clean. This is somebody who's gonna come help us with the laundry, do the kitchen, essentials, day-to-day things. No, you would think that mom <coughs> is dating the laundry machine. Like, yeah. I, I, she's very concerned that somebody's gonna come in and have a new relationship with her washing machine that she doesn't have. And she's just, She's up in arms about it. I just told her, I was like, mom, stop. It's like the anxiety of the HOA, the anxiety of somebody coming in and helping us. She just can't handle it. I'm like, you got to go to fucking Naples. So I'm sending her ass to Naples or if you have any other suggestions of fabulous places in Florida, yeah. I got to get her out. Someplace that Robin would like. Yes. Which, and here's the thing. It has a wine that's very jammy. But she'll show up to Florida and she goes, I fucking hate Florida. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. Anywho, okay, so you're wheeling a deal. And how was Key West? Tell us about it. Key West was fabulous. Great. Um, We went, of course, it's June. And so it's Pride Month. And we stayed in a beautiful little Airbnb that was named Spanky's Retreat. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Me and my girlfriend, Allison, who is also married to a Jeff, by the way, stayed in- Spanky's Retreat. In Spanky's Retreat. Honestly- Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. It How has was a, the decor? It, well, spanky? It was, it was spanky. Yeah. Um, and we had a balcony that overlooked a drag bar that was bumping all night. It was super fun. We got out. We went to the pool. We went to the beach. We spread some of my girlfriend's ashes who passed away last year out on Higgs Beach. So, you know, we just, ladies who are old and know too much is what we decided. I like that. Yeah. Celebrate pride in a meaningful way. Vizzy Hard Seltzer created a label-less can to reinforce that beauty of loving our unique personality, personal identity, and living beyond pre-assumed labels is important. The limited edition pack was created in partnership with the Human Rights Campaign. Have you ever been labeled as something that, you know, or had labels used on you when you're like, I just want to be me. Try being a woman in the industry sometimes. Everybody's got to put you in a box, put you in this, put you in that. Hey, let's just be us, be you. No judgment. This is the thing. Vizzy, which is one of my favorite hard seltzers ever because it has vitamin C from the Acerola cherry in it. They're doing more this month. And I, and I really appreciate what they're doing. Vizzy celebrates inclusion and has donated $1 million to the human rights campaign over three years to support their fight for LGBTQ plus equality. There's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from. But why would you not choose Vizzy? You want to know why? They're bold and delicious and they got that vitamin C. So it's a no-brainer over here. It's the best one to choose from. And hey, they're giving back. Busy flavors include pineapple, mango, black cherry, lime, strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, papaya, passion fruit, watermelon, strawberry, blackberry, lemon, which has always been my favorite, and raspberry, tangerine. Vizzy now has a lemonade hard seltzer in four delicious flavors, watermelon, peach, raspberry, and strawberry, and the same antioxidant, vitamin C. That's right. Listen, upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. Find out where you can purchase limited edition Vizzy's in the pride packaging or any of their absolute refreshing flavors, go to Vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y, hardseltzer.com slash absolutely. That's Vizzy, hardseltzer.com slash absolutely. To get updates on our latest flavor drops, which I would absolutely sign up for, and more, sign up for emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com backslash subscribe. Must be 21 or over. See, that, that's the other thing. When I go on vacation now, I want to turn my brain off. I want to be in bed by 10. You know, like when people are like, this is a party destination. I don't want to fucking go there. No, no. I want to go to like Tucson, sit in a sweat lodge, have a shaman witch doctor tell me all, like tell me my future, you know? Yeah, one of uh, my And then buy crystals. One of my girlfriends said, um, you know, 
She's like, I want to be this weekend. Like, let's fucking go. And I said, no, I want to be LFN, which is let's fucking nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, huge fan of naps. Huge fan of naps. Oh, we're on vacation. Why do I need to be up at 8 a.m.? I have now realized that I really have two modes, kind of like, mom, I can either be at a 10 or I can be at a one. But when my one, it's not even a one. It's a, it's a full zero. Yeah. I because you're unconscious. Because I'm unconscious. I can't do it. I, I don't have the like the puke and rally mentality anymore. I'm done. No, no, I'm no, done. no. That was in my early 20s and I am not in my early 20s. I am in my late 30s. So are you going to freeze your eggs? We've been discussing this. Yes, but yesterday I sat around the pool with you and heard all the horror stories of all the things that go along with that. So now I'm very nervous. Wasn't nervous before. Now I'm super nervous about it. You don't need to be nervous. It's just, te- it'll probably go better for you than it did for me. I know. I'm just not good with medical stuff in general. Well, I'll give you the shots. That's not the hard part. I don't want you able to stab me. I don't know what kind of mood you're going to be in. I am a little bit ragey off the hormones. Yes, yes. I am. And you're, you're pretty ragey in the morning. And I think that's when you take part because, of your shots. Because, no, not, not necessarily. Everybody has a different protocol. Okay. I'm, I was so ragey because I had to do a month of drugs before everybody else did to try and like grow my fertility and then it didn't work. So I've been on drugs far longer than everybody else. Right. And I am fully sweating them out right now. I wake up at like 8 a.m., drenched through my pajamas. And then I hear Robin just shoving the Swiffer under my fucking door. And and the dogs, I'm like, can we just sleep the fuck in? I'm gonna lose my shit. No, it's like that little uh, video that you saw of Baby Yoda. I don't know if your, yep. your audience has seen this, but somebody made a TikTok or a video of Baby Yoda basically being your mom at 7 a.m., just making all the noise in the kitchen, running the blender, just mixing up spoons, throwing them around. Every phone call she has has to be on speaker too. I'm like, get the fuck. Mom, she would talk to her banker in a TJ Maxx And be giving out all her account numbers? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I can verify the account. 715409 has X amount in it. And I'm just, and then when I tell her, when I'm like, mom, Take your phone off speaker. She then raises her voice louder towards me. Like, have it, don't tell me what to do. Shut the fuck up. And then she's yelling at whoever's on the other <laughs> line on speaker. Yes. And she holds it right next to her chin. Yeah. Downward. Maybe oh, maybe we should send Robin a Spanky's retreat. Oh my gosh. I actually think Robin would love Spanky's retreat. I want to go to a place. I talked about this two weeks ago on the podcast. I want to go to a place in Florida where I can wear an airbrush t-shirt and smoke capris and just have no judgment. I got news for you. Yeah. Key West is your joint. <laughs> Listen, I watched Bloodline and that was a great show about the inner workings of like, you know, the sketchy families of Key West. And I'm fucking into that vibe. Yeah. Everybody in Florida is already sketchy. So why not put like a murder mystery around it? I mean, you know what type of place Key West is. When mm-hmm. I come back home and the souvenir that I have brought back with me for Jeff is a t-shirt that says, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll I'll take take a a look. look. Let me say it like this. Hey, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. Yeah. I mean, the funniest shit ever. I love a pun t-shirt. Okay, we need to talk about something though. Your friend Allison went to Ernest Hemingway's house and what did she do? Okay, so Allison has three cats. She loves her cats. And so we're very cat positive here. Very cat positive. And some of you may not know this, but Ernest Hemingway has a house that you can tour. It's basically a museum now on Key West. And he had two six-toed cats that he left on the island. And now there's like 50 six-toed cats, like with this, you know, deformity, I guess, roaming all around the property. So Allison 
knew that we were going to go tour the Hemingway house. And while we're there, all these kitty cats are coming up to Allison and rubbing up against her ankles. And I'm like, oh, Allison, that's so odd. You know, it looks like the kitties really like you. And she goes, she turns to me and whispers, okay, whispers, I brought liquid catnip in a spray bottle and sprayed my ankles with it. And I just go, Allison, Allison, it is 10 a.m. We are on a girl's vacation. I am touring the Hemingway house with you and you sprayed your ankles with liquid catnip (laughs) and brought it through TSA. That's some kinky shit right there. That is, hey, she's a lady who knows what she wants. She wanted to be petted by six-toed kitties. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's the difference between a girl's trip when you're in your 20s and then one in your 30s. Like The highlight is going to a museum and then getting rubbed around by the local feral community. Yes, yes. And her husband, Jeff, had already warned me multiple times. He said, Allison is not allowed to bring home one of those cats. Mm-hmm. If you need to check her luggage before she gets on the airplane. If there's a cat in there, you take it out yeah. and you release it back into the wild. I can't judge her because, you know, I'm a cat rescuer. I mean, I'll find cats in dumpsters. I found them outside of tanning beds, salons, like all of the cats we've ever had. It's because I've got, I've rescued them. So I get it. I mean, listen, yeah. now yeah. that I know that you can buy liquid catnip, who needs ecstasy? Exactly. <laughs> and we ended up calling her Alley Cat for the yeah. rest of the week. Perfect. I know, it fits. And there's another pun. Should have been on a t-shirt. I rushed. know. Oh, yes. I think we need to buy property in Florida. We sold this horrible condo that we had that we couldn't get rid of, but I didn't like that part of Florida. But I think maybe we get something in Well, Key that's West. the Atlantic side. You know, yeah, the so Atlantic, what are we doing? You got to be on the Gulf. You got to be on the Gulf. Thank you. Yes. Shrimp's better. Yes. They Oysters got, are they have those, sweeter. Those pink shrimp. Mm, so good. As opposed to like, the brown shrimp. No, just regular shrimp. <laughs> I'm telling you, the pink, like, they're pink shrimp. Yeah. They, they're super sweet. Yeah. They're almost like candy. Uh-huh. But shrimp, <laughs> which is not a thing. Okay, wow. But now we're talking about shrimp. <laughs> Anywho, did you observe any absolutely nots on the trip? I only observed absolutely yeses. Hell yeah. Everything that everyone was doing, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. These Brazilian cut bikinis that are in. Okay, we're, yes. just, we're just suns out, buns out. Yeah. Got it. Yes, absolutely. See, I want to have a beautiful one-piece bathing suit because, you know, I like the full support. Right. I'm not, I'm not at two-piece yet. Thank God they came back in style. But I like a thong. So who will make me a fabulous one piece that's a thong butt? Hey, I got a great ass. We're putting it out in the universe right now. Yeah. If anybody- Send us your thongs. Send us your thongs. Because all the one piece bathing suits that are already thongy, they're not really one piece. They're like a monokini where it's cut out exactly where your fat roll like pops out. Right, right. You know, I need you to cover the fupa, but show the ass. And then if you've got, you know, a little hip dips, right? Yeah. I, it, it, the high cut looks real weird. So you've got to get that Jamie Lee Curtis, like, you know, from Perfect Body. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the aerobics movie where mm-hmm. she's just constantly working out. That kind of body. That yeah. looks good in a one piece that's really high cut. We are not body shaming though. If no, you If you want no. to wear- Nothing. Go for it. Go for it. I just heard this new thing. It's called sober positive. And apparently it's a, it's part of this younger generation uh-huh. where they don't drink. So they call themselves sober positive because they're just like, yeah, we just experienced life not on, on booze. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> so my generation just calls that former alcoholic. <laughs> yes, but apparently that's the whole thing. I found out what chuggy is. Did you know about chugs? Oh, I, I am full chug. I, I'm assuming I'm just whatever it is. I'm an older millennial. You know, I'm basic. I like all the things. Basic and chug are different though. If you don't know what chug, okay. let me look up the actual definition of chuggy is. Okay. Chuggy by definition is an American internet neologism 
Neologism. Can I say the word? Neologism. 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 Neologism? I don't know. <laughs> okay, you don't, I don't know. know. I took three years of law school. I don't know what that You're means. A, you went to Georgia Tech and you can't pronounce that. Yeah. And I'm great with vocab. Coined in 2013, the term was popularized by Generation Z, Gen Z, mm -hmm. as a pejorative to describe lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s and millennials. This aesthetic has been described as the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. Hey, I got news for you, Gen Z. If Fuck you off. If you weren't there in 2010... You don't get to say what was cool. Yeah, it was everything that was going on in 2010 was super cool. Wait a minute. I didn't even read the original description. It's that they, Gen Z now, yeah, has the ability to dictate what was cool when we were growing up. Fuck these Look, kids. Gen Z is telling us to part our hair down the middle. And I got news for you. You can only handle a middle part if, if you, you don't have a, wrinkles. Yeah, if you got a great face. Yeah. You have to be very, very pretty. And I don't want to wear mom jeans. Yeah, I don't either. No, they just... Mm. Y'all, as I've gone through the hormones and all that jazz in the last couple of months, my skin has changed. But I'm glad that I have a really cool company called Agency that helps me along my specific skin journey, which is all of a sudden I was having hormonal breakouts. And the next thing you know, I've got dry skin around my eyes. I'm like, what is happening here? Let me talk about Agency. I really genuinely love their products. I've been using, I almost say, want to say a tincture that they've made for me. And I use it every night. And it's been amazing for my skin. Truly amazing because why they pinpoint exactly what's going on with your skin issues. Agency is a future-defining skincare brand that believes you deserve customized products for your dynamic and ever-evolving skin. Again, it changes hormonally. It changes th through the seasons. We're not always dealing with the same kit and caboodle on our face. Here's the deal. Agency matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who creates a custom formula with research-backed ingredients just for you. And Agency continues checking in to see how your skin responds to your treatments and your provider can adjust your formula's strength as your skin ages over time. Like I needed something specifically for hormonal breakouts and for fine lines and wrinkles, but I also have like oddly sensitive skin. So it's a very delicate formula. The cool thing is I talk with them over at agency. They make a little formula, a little tincture, and they send it directly to me and they give me really clear directions on how to use it. Use a little bit, like a pea size on my face every night and my skin's clearing up. You guys like, Heather, you're glowing. Yeah, because I'm using agency. Here's the thing. Do what I did and try out agency, the personalized anti-aging skincare that evolves with you. Go to withagency.com slash absolutely not for a free, that's right, free 30-day trial. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's W-I-T-H, so withagency.com slash absolutely not to unlock your free 30-day trial. See withagency.com for all the details. Subject to consultation. All right. So I was behind the times on Chugi and I just realized what it was. And I was with these younger girls this weekend in the Turks and Caicos. And I was just like, well, you know, pointing out things in my life. Like, what is Chugi? And I basically realized my entire, they said I wasn't Chugi though, but we were sitting at breakfast and I had. Well, they're looking at you. Yeah, they were looking at me. Yeah. As soon as you walk away, they're calling you a Chug. I ordered an iced coffee. We're at the fucking beach. It's and hot. And Liv goes, no, you only drink hot coffee. Iced coffee's Chug. And I literally threw my coffee in her face and told her to fuck off. I'm just saying, if you weren't around during like 2010 and you weren't trying to be cool in 2010, then you don't get a say, you know? I feel like these kids, you know, we used to call anybody who was trying a hipster. Yeah. Their entire, or, or a poser. Yes. Their entire generation are hipsters. Yes. They're stealing all of our fashion from the early 90s. Yeah. And acting like they just came up with it. You know, call me when you've doused your ankles in catnip and gone to a museum 
and hung out with the local pet population. Yeah. Madison. That's called working it. That's called actually networking, which is something you'll need after you get out of your community college because you need a job to pay for your mom jeans Mm -hmm. and sober positive parties. And white t-shirts that go under spaghetti strap dresses. Oh my God, that was the best. Yeah. Because if you had giant jugs, you had to wear a white tank top with the spaghetti straps over it, perfectly lining it. Because I could not wear a bra. Well, also, if you went to a very religious school, you know, growing up, they wouldn't allow you to wear spaghetti straps because it was too sexual. I don't understand how we survived. I don't don't either. I really don't. And you know, the school keeps asking me to come back and like do alumni stuff and they always comment and I go, absolutely not. No, I'm not sending my kids there. No, I will not come back and do an alumni thing. That's the thing. Yeah, we were chugs. Yeah, and total chugs. I would wear a spaghetti strap top with a thicker, almost white tank top underneath it. Yeah. So and I it looked good. A it full looked good. bra. Yeah. And I fucking thrived. You rocked that look. A rocket dog shoes, my fucking jam. What was the hat you were wearing the other day that nobody knew what the brand was? Oh, I bought this Quicksilver hat down in the Turks and Caicos. It's a surfer hat. It's a surfer brand. I went to surf camp. I was obsessed after I saw the movie Blue Crush because we had stayed at the exact same hotel that they shot it at, the JW Marriott and Spa in Oahu. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, you know, obsessed with this kind of surf culture growing up. So I was down in the Turks. I got a fucking Quicksilver hat because it's a great shaped hat. People have been DMing me left and right. And the, the logo, the emblem is on the front of the hat. And they're like, what brand is this? What brand is this? And then I click on these people's profiles. It's only the coolest brand from the late 90s, early 2000s. These children don't know what Quicksilver is. Do you know what Volcom is? Do they know what Quicksand is? They don't. Because they're about to be swallowed up. Yeah. In their, you know, Normcore outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's just, I couldn't believe it. So I'm having to tell people it's Quicksilver. And they're like, what is that? Nothing's worse than having to explain <laughs> your fashion to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's have some fashion positivity. How about that? You know, if I want to wear stuff that was popular when I was graduating high school, then you need to be fashion positive about that. Can I tell you, I've always been a trendsetter. I've seen the future. I remember when Britney Spears came out. Right. And I remember we got the disc early. We got our CD early because we had a friend who was in the music business here in Atlanta. And I remember hearing her song going, hit me baby one more time. I said, she's going to be a fucking star. I've always had this like keen ability to point at people and know that they are a star. And when I look in the mirror every morning, I point at myself (laughs) and I go, honey, you've got it. Like I knew as a young child that that I was destined for greatness. Right, right. Of course. That was my- And you would tell everyone that you were. So we all knew it. But this goes to around the same time, the braids, almost almost like a little cornrow that you would do on your hair. And then you would put a butterfly clip at the end. I saw that trend coming. Butterfly clips. Butterfly clips everywhere. I would open a drawer in high school and it would just be full of multicolored butterfly clips. But I did it about three weeks before anybody else did it. And then sure enough, I'll never forget. I did it on like a Tuesday in March. By Wednesday of April, mm-hmm. it came out in Adelia's catalog and oh. everybody was rocking it. And when I showed up to school that in March with my little braids and then my butterfly clips at the crown of my head, everybody looked at me like I was fucking crazy. And then they jumped on the train. Yeah. And the great thing about the Delia's catalog is that you would wait by the mailbox for that oh, Delia's catalog yeah. to get in. Mm-hmm. And then when it did, I would take my babysitting money, cash, cash, mm-hmm. dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I would circle in the catalog what I wanted to order. Then I would put it in an envelope and I would mail cash yeah. through the United States Postal Service to uh-huh. Delia's in order to get one tight ribbed sweater that had like- Hello Kitty the, on it. No, like the worst 
monochromatic stripes across yeah. it, not flattering colors for any skin tone. Okay. And it would get to me and I would be like, this is amazing. I cannot wait to wear this mm-hmm. on Monday. And then I get called into Mrs. Strickland's office and she would yell at me for being out of dress code. <laughs> that's the end of her story. <laughs> and that's the rest of the story. Angela, you're too literal with your stories. I know. I'm sorry. You're that, very literal. I actually would, I actually like at the end of that story, kind of shut down and had a moment <laughs> where I like got anxiety from remembering being called into her office. No, it was it was Miss Spiceland. Miss Spiceland, thank you. Yeah, Miss Strickland, you. we loved her. Yes. Well, so Miss Spiceland was the disciplinarian. What was her job? I'm not sure. She just yelled at me a lot. So I but assumed she deal. was employed by the school solely to do that. I, because we had to wear uniforms. I would walk up to her every Monday morning and I knew my skirt was too short, mm-hmm. but I would walk up to her and I was already taller than her and outweighed her by, I'd say a hard 150. Oh yeah. She was a very small woman. Very small woman. And I would just look her dead in her eyes and everybody else lived in fear. And I went up right to her and I'd say, good morning, Miss Spiceland. How are we doing? Fantastic. And I'd walk away and she'd never say anything about it because I would get, jump ahead of the problem. Right. You right. know what I mean? So and you got to know you're a problem walking into school and then go, who do I need to, to, to ask confront. forgiveness for? Yeah. It's like the time that uh, Miss Fink tried to give me Saturday school and I walked directly to the office and I said, went to Mr. Burton. I said, hey, um, Miss Fink's trying to give me Saturday school for signing myself out to go to a fucking dentist appointment because my mom is at TJ Maxx and didn't have time to write me a letter so I could get like a permission slip to get out of school. Right. And these wisdom, te- <laughs> these wisdom teeth are getting impacted as we yeah. speak. God, I think we have a lot of trauma from going to that school and we just need to work through it one no, day. No, no, no. I'm, I'm currently experiencing PTSD right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Well, let's not even talk about it. So absolutely yes to Florida. Absolutely yes. I went to the Turks. I had a great time. Absolutely not to the fact that I got mosquito bites, but I, I bought a new gadget. It's just, you know, I'm gearing up to go back out on the road and I feel very anxious about it only because I haven't been out on the road in a year and I want to do a great job. And I know I will. And it's so much fun. And when I get out there, it's a blast. But we were trying to figure out the inner workings of finalizing the schedule last night. And, you know, it's just been fucking crazy. And then when the Frenchie didn't win in the Westminster, I was just oh, in downward then it, spiral. That was, a, that was a huge disappointment. So then to wake up this morning with mom screaming about shit, I'm just like, I need to be in a Zen environment. And I'm trying to explain to everybody around me, if you bring bad energy into the bubble, I don't mean to be woo-woo like kumbaya, but if you bring bad energy around me, I'm then going to project bad energy back. Right. Would you like for me to get you a bonsai tree or will that stress you out as something else? I'd like a water feature at least. A water feature. Why isn't there something trickle trankling behind me? Hey, I got news for you. I'm on on Amazon right now looking for a water feature. I would love a water feature. I will have to turn it off though when we record the podcast. Okay. All right. That that works. A little, and I'll put a little mini like, you know, jumper guy that's at the top mm-hmm. of the waterfall mm-hmm. just in case you're having a bad day and you want to just knock them off. Yeah, perfect. That's what I need. Oh, you know what I've decided since Key West? What? I'm only drinking rum drinks. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. That's it. I love I rum. I love a rum. I love a rum. Yeah, there's a reason that pirates and sailors only drank rum. It's delicious. I, and I am going to my local dive bar, okay? And I'm going to waltz in there. Normally, I sit down. I order like a Sauvignon Blanc or, or maybe a beer, right? Right. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm making these assholes take out a blender and I'm asking for a pina colada or a Miami Vice. And I don't care if they don't have the mixers. I've been keeping this bar in business for a while. Mm-hmm. You guys will find it. Get me some crushed ice. Yep. Get me some pineapple, pineapple juice. Ooh. Thank you. Yep. And some spice rum. And that is all I am drinking. I'm going to be so fat by the end of the summer. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm already fat. But you know what? Keep it going. Rather be drunk on rum. Yeah. And, you know, stumbling around Atlanta. So Rum gives you a quick, like a hot head though. Kind of like when you drink red wine. I think red wine and rum have the same effect. You have one glass of Cabernet and your your head gets like 
like hot and bubbly. Right. I'm also going to carry around a steel drum. <laughs> I love a Calypso band. Yeah. My, I legit, we went on so many cruises as kids. Like that is just such a fun pinnacle part of us growing up. And there's something about when you're walk, you're in Orlando and you're about to get on the cruise right. and you're walking up the jetway up to the, the, what is it? The fucking ship. The yeah. cruise, And, but on the dock, they have the Calypso band playing yes. the steel and drum. And then they hand you a little like mango juice and oh. pineapple juice rum drink. And you get on it and you just, uh, you take that first sip yep. and you go, yep. I'm about to fuck up this Royal I Caribbean. on vacation. Yeah. God, there's, the, yeah, it's this specific, like I just remember getting on the ship and the best day of the cruise is the day you take off and everybody's like hanging out at port. I don't know why people's families came to see them <laughs> go away. It's not like they were going off to war. They're going off for five days. They're right. going down to like Nassau and turning right back around. Right, right. But it was the best. And you get on that cruise and you meet <sighs> everybody from the Midwest to, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast. Yep. People come from all over and you're sitting, next thing you know, you're drinking your rum drink in a hot tub, yep. even when it's hot outside uh-huh. next to a lady named Linda who's from Iowa. Idaho, and she's telling, an business. Yeah, and she is telling you all about her son, who would just be perfect for you, but he's in college at Notre Dame right now. <laughs> and I'm like, ma'am, I am 37. No, I'm talking about when we were youthful. I wouldn't hit a cruise now. That's roulette. You're playing with your life. Well, you know, cruising used to be a luxury. Now, buckle up, yeah. grab onto this. Now side it's of a liability. Ship. Now you just want to go yachting. Yeah. If you go on cruises as an adult, you might as well just just go yachting. You know what I mean? Honestly, I would still do it. Still I, do. I, it. Actually, I'd fuck up a cruise. Yeah, because <laughs> I love the camaraderie. You know me. I love vacation. Well, you're friends. all in this together. I mean, yeah. what happens for that first safety drill? Right. Oh, the safety drill is put make on, or break. You got to put on your life jacket. And you got to get out there. You got to line up. You got to be in your group. And you look around yourself and yeah. you say, hey, look to your left, look to your right. These are the idiots that are going to save your life. Mm-hmm. And it's always some couple in Bermuda shorts. That in a are, Michigan t-shirt. And that are wearing matching outfits mm-hmm. and more power to them. And honestly, you know that they're on the verge of a divorce. And this cruise is trying to rekindle. Their therapist sent them on this cruise. But the therapist didn't take into consideration that being in like a, I don't know, a hundred and five square foot room wasn't going to do well for them. Oh, yeah. Because Carl can barely fit in the shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a game of Tetris trying to fit, fit into a cruise room, unless you're in like a presidential suite. But you know what I love about a cruise room? What? Is all the hidden drawers, okay? I like how, you know, like you hit this any so panel on the wall. Yeah. I don't care. I'm an old yeah. lady who knows too much, okay? Yeah. I'm about to drop a knowledge bomb on you guys. Yeah. You hit any panel in a cruise cabin, it opens up. It's a little place where you can store your knickknacks and your tchotchkes that you brought on the cruise with you. Maybe a stray cat. Maybe a stray cat. Because you got off in Key West, which was one of the first stops. And then you get back on. You got a little kitty in your backpack. And I love when you would come back from dinner and they'd have like a cool like towel monkey that they'd make out of towels. And then they put like little chocolates on the bed. Or they'll make an elephant out of it. Yeah. You know, next thing you come in, you've got a whole like tax accountant that's made out of towels. And you're like, I don't even know how you did this. This is impressive. A Chipotle like burrito maker. Yes. They're like, this is really crazy. Is this edible? And then I would forget. They'd always have the um, the Pirates gold coin chocolates. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I was so excited. I'd like shove four in my mouth and I would then fall asleep. Sometimes after, you would fall asleep on them. On them. And then I'd wake up and it's just like a doo-doo the whole <laughs> Good times. Good we times. We thrived. But the best thing is, it's this whole idea. And, and people have really fought me on this. I love a vacation friend. There was something so refreshing about being in the pool down at Weimar and Turks and Caicos. And this, the pool has been such a, just an epic place for us. I got engaged in this pool. Literally, Jeff pulled the ring out of the water. You know, we have some of our favorite memories with dad is just being in that pool at five o'clock drinking a margarita. Like this is right. just my favorite pool in the world. 
And on Friday after my girlfriends had left and I took an extra day for myself, I'm hanging out. I'm just, I love the vibe on a vacation at a resort where everybody kind of is getting in the pool and they have their pina colada, you know, with their, in their hand above their head because they're easing into the deep end. Right. And everyone's just like, hey, I'm trying not to drop my pina colada. Oh my God. <laughs> These are delicious. Have you had some? Hey, what's your name? And I'm like, yes, vacation friends. I could feel the energy. I see people making eye contact. Somebody's got a Dodgers hat on. Somebody has a Yankees hat. And, you know, and then and that brings people together. Like, hey, saw the game last weekend. We smoked it. <laughs> see, I vacation, love it. Vacation friends are like the adult version of camp friends. Yes. So if you went to point. a summer camp as yeah. a kid, you know, you have your camp friends and then you have your school friends, yeah. right? And you're going to make so many friends at camp. You're going to, as an adult, you make so many friends on vacation. Uh And then you might never see these people again. But you had a great time with Linda and Bob. Yep. From Poughkeepsie. Oh, God. Love a family from upstate New York. Yeah. You know, because they're just so grateful to be there because they're like, we're fucking freezing. Right, right. Oh, vacation friends are the best. I'm, I've already given people, and I'm very loose on vacation. Like, I could very easily get swindled into some sort of swinger situation that I didn't mean to. Right. If they're like, come to our room for cocktails, they could murder me. And then once, put me you, in a bag. once you're in there, you know, yeah. and they make the offer, you're like, well, I well, came I this guess. far. You know? yeah. You're like, I've had enough rum yeah. that I will suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. You know how red wine makes you a little horny? So does rum. Yes. Hey. Yes, it does. That's why I'm carrying a pina colada around and uh-huh. a steel drum set. If you want to lure Ashley and I, not together, obviously, because we're sisters, but separately into yeah. some sort of weird sex dungeon vacation thing. Put a steel drum in there. Put a steel start, drum. We'll hear it from mm-hmm. afar. We will start walking yep. towards it. Give me a rum drink. Yeah. I'll start walking towards it a little bit faster. I'll be like, hey, let's get to the music. Let's get to the music. Next thing Anybody you know, want a Calypso dance? I've just given you a hand job, and then I, I'm dead in your your bathtub and my organs are now being sent to Guatemala. Hey, look, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. So we're just letting you know we're e- we easily uh, get got on yeah. vacation. I mean, I'll pass out my number to anybody, emails. I'm like, call me. Yeah, when you come through Atlanta, let's get lunch. Because everything sounds like a good idea when you're on rum. Exactly. I love a the rum The sun's runner. out. Oh, we took the boat out one day. If you go down to um, Turks, you absolutely have to get on the Black Mamba, which is a sexy boat down there. My boy, uh, Captain Ed and Captain Eric, they do a great job taking people out. And so we went out and we just had the best time out on a sandbar. I can feel my Caucasian skin crisping mm. under the sun. And I'm just like, I'm, I, I mean, I feel like a rotisserie chicken and I've never felt better. Right, right. You know? Drinking a rum runner. Yeah. And here's the thing. You got to remember to hydrate and to moisturize on vacation. Yeah. I never do that. Never. No, I go, I'm going to be so dehydrated. Yep. Uh, Like, you can't roll me out of bed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be withered. I'm going to be burnt. Bit, bit alive. Bitten up. Yeah. Uh, The mosquitoes have my blood. So good luck. If you take me to the hospital, I'm going to need a transfusion. Yeah. If you're trying to seal my organs after said- They're pickled. Yeah. They're they're done. Forget it. They're useless. Oh, man, cruising. And I think that's what's so exciting is like seeing everybody, you know, now that people are vaccinated and people are traveling, seeing that like where everybody's starting to kind of come out of the little social cocoon and they're like, all right, you know, I'm in the pool. Hey, hey, I see you in your Dodgers hat. Let's talk about baseball. (laughs) And the next thing you know, this family realizes that they have two sons at Notre Dame and that they're actually roommates and it's like the parent trap. Right. I fucking love it. You know what I mean? (gasps) Oh, Oh, God. Good times. Good, good times. times. Um, well, I won't keep you much longer, but I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for being my sister. Thank you for helping me with mom. Well, you're welcome. I didn't have a choice in being your sister, but I am very glad to be here. And I, listen, I'm down to get a Spanky's retreat. I'm telling you, Spanky's retreat was a good time. Can I also say, mm-hmm. I have thought about this for a while. You know how George Clooney, like everybody's trying to have a tequila brand. Everybody's trying to do, I don't know, Chardonnay. 
what if we just run a fucking rum empire? Let's do Do it. it. Rum's freaking great. I used to drink Bacardi and Diet Coke, which I don't recommend. Oh, I used to drink Captain Morgan Spice (laughs) Rum. But we could come out with like a really nice, clean, organic rum. Mm -hmm. So these like hussies would totally be into it. I want want the dirty stuff. (laughs) I want the full sugar. Yes. I want to take two sips of it and have a splitting headache. I want to have mild diabetes after my first three drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just I'm already there. I'm already there. (laughs) Okay. But maybe this is our George Clooney moment. I think it is. Fuck yes. Look at us. God, we, I brainstorming. Love, I love to come up with a creative idea. And I think that's why we're a great team. I'm really the big ideas girl. And you're so good at coming in and figuring out the execution because yeah. you're an attorney. I'm you the, can tell I'm me the yes details. No. You're the big picture. Yes. And that's what we need. I it mean, takes two to tango. You're like, Heather, it is illegal to sell yeah. rum <laughs> out of the back of your SUV, you know, in hey, front look, of Target. If we get a Sprinter van and we put an LLC on that thing. They can't I do shit. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. Is that how you get protected by everything? You just have an LLC? Uh, it's way more complicated than that. And I am not going to give all of our <laughs> secrets of our rum empire to your audience. Okay? This is for us. This is for us. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. This podcast just became about <laughs> us and our new rum, rum business idea. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm just, listen, I, I just feel like everybody has an LLC. I mean, I have an LLC. Don't really know what goes with it. Mm, that's what I'm here for. Okay, great. Great. Don't worry. To keep me out of prison. To keep you out of prison. However, if for any reason I did have to go for a hot second, I do think I would do okay. I think you would thrive in prison, to be honest with you. <laughs> I get along with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple mortal enemies in this world, but they are outside of prison. Right, right. So, I mean, I think if you're funny, you can kind of hang. Yeah, I think you could do it. And I don't think anybody would like, you know, I think you would like hit somebody on the first day if they tried to steal your bologna sandwich. You know? Actually, I've never gotten into a physical fight with anybody except you. Well, you won that one, so. <laughs> I did. Yeah. That was the thing. Dad always said growing up, he was always like, you know, girls don't fight or whatever. And sisters fight. I mean, it can get nasty. Right. And then one day you were, you're beating me up so bad. And dad goes, you're bigger well, than let's her. Be, let's be serious here. I wasn't beating you up. I had like hit you or something. We're children. Ashley, and you, you were, came crying to dad and you said, dad. It was the mental anguish yes. you put me through. Well, yeah. A lot of psychological mind games. Psychological abuse is the best. That's, is the best. that's <laughs> what your sibling has to do to you. And you came to dad and you were crying and you said, dad, Ashley hit me. Like, what are you going to mm-hmm. do about it? And dad just looked at you and said, well, did you hit her back? Yeah. And this is the point where you had just become taller than me. Mm-hmm. And so you came back a up. solid 32. Yeah. <laughs> you came back. It, it's like a light switched in your head. Yeah. And you go, oh, I'm bigger than her. And then you came upstairs. You hit me in the face hard. And then we didn't fight again for a long time. No, then it was just a lot of, you knew that you couldn't lay a hand on me. Right. So you would just really just hit me, stab me with your words. <laughs> Ashley and I were the kind of sisters where we would get in a fight on the way to school when you got your license and you'd say something really mean to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I really mean. Yeah. And then I would send you balloons and flowers to your locker to apologize, even though I had not done anything wrong. That's because I put it into your head yeah, that you I'm had trapped. a guilt trip about it. Yeah. yeah I've and been... how are you getting home? How are you getting home? I don't know. You want to ride in this cool 17-year-old's car? That smells like, you know, 18 packs of Pall Malls have been smoked in it all day. I remember when I caught you smoking at our old house. I caught you smoking. Oh, you had a meltdown. On my roof because it was outside my window. Right. 
And I was, what, I was probably, what, 12 at the time? Yeah. And I told you, snitches get stitches. Yeah. And I literally was like, you're smoking cigarettes. And I thought, I thought that was it. You were going to do a hard time in prison. Right, right. The cops were coming. I was waiting for the helicopter swarm to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally had to go through a lot of psychology to go through, to like really push out that anxiety. That's, that's why I'm a little wound up like mom too. Okay. I understand that. Well, I'm very sorry that I put you through my major nicotine drug use in my 15-year-old years. Why were you smoking cigs on my roof? Because you had the better roof and mine only. Mom and dad did it right. They put my room on the front of the house yeah. where they could like see my window. Yeah. So I had to go into your room and corrupt your childhood. You know, I had a really weird fear growing up. What? I had such a big fear of robbers. I wasn't fear, I wasn't afraid of being murdered. I wasn't afraid of, you know, being tortured. I just was, them stealing all your Britney somebody, Spears CDs. Yes, I was afraid of somebody just being in the house and I still am just lurking around while I'm there. Like it, a cat burglar. Yes, yeah, like a cat burglar. Like the thought of somebody, I used to lay in bed like in my Spice Girl sheets and just stare at the windows thinking, like waiting for somebody to lift it up. I, even if they just stuck a hand in there, I would freak okay, the fuck well, out. Okay, well now I have a complex. That is creepy as fuck. What, what are you kidding? Shouldn't you be more afraid of like, you know, getting attacked, kidnapped, something like that? I was never afraid of that. I was just afraid of somebody else being in my space. I feel like we were never worried about getting kidnapped because, you I was know, a thick child. Yeah, I mean, and, and I was an obnoxious child. So like, what were they going to do? No, Where no, were they going to send us? Right back home. To a rum factory to, to start rum- printing money. Exactly. <laughs> Next thing you know, we have an empire. And that, I, that's on you, kidnappers. Yeah. So, hey, guess where we'll be selling this rum? At a Spanky's retreat? Yeah. Do we get a kickback from Airbnb? I mean- uh, let, me, let me make some phone calls. Okay. Yes. I prefer a deal. Thank you. Ashley, thank you for being here. Thank you for being my sister. Everybody was worried about you. Also, side note, Bronson is not my dog. It's her dog. So when you guys mm-hmm. think that I just favor Riggs, it's because he's here most of the time. Ashley has moved out, has her own place in the city. She was just here temporarily in between moves. And I don't own him. Yeah. Um, my dog is getting old. Yeah. And he's barking outside. and Which means mom probably went to Target, left him mom on the porch. Mom 100% went to Target or, and or Home Goods. Well, it is Monday. This is when they get the shipment in. Okay. I got to let you get out of here. We got to go check on the dogs. Love you, Mina. Thank you for being here. As always, guys, we're going to get back to the hotline next week. And I actually do have some exciting guests coming up. I mean, Ashley's the most excited because well, she is yeah, my flesh yeah, and blood. You keep, you keep put, pushing me down this There's totem nobody. Pole. There's nobody on the agenda. <laughs> Fuck. Don't let them know. Fuck They're going to find everybody out. Everybody else. Heather, I think they can hear this. They, everybody acts like, oh, I know celebrity. I don't, I know th- two people and they don't call me back. Well, three people, you know me. Yes, well. that's true. Okay. That's true. Get your liquid catnip if you're over 30, you know, tinkle it across your Tiva sandals and let the kitties lick your feet. Apparently you can bring it through TSA. You sure can. Everybody have a wonderful week. Again, call in the hotline 800-213-7503. And last but not least, make sure you get your tickets to the farewell tour. We're going back on the road. I'm so friggin' excited. I will see you out there. So by the time you hear this podcast, the tickets have gone on pre-sale. Friggin' swipe up, click, all of it. You better get your tickets now. It's going to be fucking epic. Can't wait to be on the road. I will see you guys later. Ciao, Bella. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.